Hi, this is Dr. Irene Cheng. My podcast is Be Happy, Healthy and Wealthy. Today, the topic is on how to change a habit. So, do you want to change your habit? Or is there something you want to change? If yes, stay tuned. So, what is a habit? Habit is actually a choice that we deliberately made at some point. But then we stop thinking about it and still continue to do it often every day. So that's the definition of habit. Now, changing habit, it's not that easy. Some people will sell to you, yes, I've got a formula to sell uh, a solution or a formula that is quickly going to change that person so that they'll stop doing that particular habit. Now, the truth is, is it is not that easy and there'll be um, not one size that fits all. So there are thousands of ways that could be trialed. Like, for example, a lot of this knowledge that I'm going to talk about actually came from uh, Charles Duhigg's book. His book is called A Guide to How to Change Habit. It's a very good book. I do recommend it. So let's just summarize what he has thought. And I find that it is a good system because he talked about the framework, how actually habits exist, how does it exist, and what is the basics that perpetuate that habit. Now, according to the MIT researchers, uh, habit has got three core parts to it. It's like a loop, okay? These parts are, the first one is the cue, which is, uh, i.e. the trigger. Then it's the routine or the habits, the things that is being done. And the next part is the reward. The reward is the feeling or the uh, reward that the person gets when he or she perform the routine. And with the reward, it kind of perpetuates it kind of perpetuates the uh, routine or the habits. And then the cue started off again. So it becomes like a cycle. Uh, by having the rewards because the person wants to get the reward. Now, how are we going to change this is to investigate and to check what is the reward, what is the routine, what is the reward that is perpetuating things, and what is the cue. Once we kind of decipher the different parts, then we are able to find a plan. So the framework is quite easy. He said the first one is identify the routine, then experiment with the rewards to see what is the reward or the cravings that is causing the person to continue to do the routine and also the cue. The third one is isolating the cue. The fourth one is having a plan. So what I wanted to say is these Charles, that uh, this person, the um, author Charles, he actually uh, gave a very good example about himself uh, when he was researching the project at work. In the afternoon, he was actually walking to the cafeteria 
and he would buy a chocolate chip cookie and he will finish it while talking to his friends at the cafeteria. Once finished, he will walk back to his desk. That was what happened in the past. And it was happening so often that he actually gained uh, around eight pounds of weight. The wife noticed it and she told him to stop eating the chocolate chip cookies. But unfortunately, he was not able to. He tried all things, but the habit just kept on going. He even put a post-it sticker on the computer, stick as a reminder, but he still could not stop. The next day, he was still doing it. So he decided to investigate. So what was the routine? He realized at a certain particular time in the afternoon, he would stood up from his desk, he would walk to the cafeteria, he would buy the chocolate chip, and then he add the chocolate chips or finish his chocolate chips while chatting with his friends. Once finished, he would walk back to his desk. So then we have identified the routine. That's how the chocolate chips uh, habit came about. So what he did was he was analyzing the routine and he was just checking what was the reward? Why was he eating the chocolate chip? Was it because he was hungry? Was it because he was bored? Or he wanted a change of scenery? What was it? Or is it because he needs a bit of distraction? Or maybe he just wanted to have a chat with his friends. So then he did some experiments with regards to the reward. So in his book, he mentioned that uh, he, he was actually giving suggestion how to do the investigation or the experiment. So what he suggested was it's like Sherlock Holmes kind of investigation, eliminating one part at a time. So one example, the next day was he tried, uh, when he stood up from his table, instead of going to the cafeteria, he just did a walk around the block without eating anything. He would walk back to his desk. So that was obviously to see whether he was distracted. The second day, then he was looking at the, uh, obviously, again, he stood up. He then allowed himself to walk to the cafeteria. He went to the cafeteria. Instead of buying the chocolate chip, he bought a donut instead. Then he had a chat with his friends and he walked back. The third one, he went there and, uh, sorry, regarding the donut, he just bought the donut and actually had the donut at his desk rather than speaking to his friends. The third day, what he did was he went to the cafeteria and he actually bought an apple instead of a chocolate chip. And he had the apple with his friends at the cafeteria chit-chatting. Once finished, he walked back to his seat or to his desk. And the fourth time, he actually just decided, he stood up from his table, just decided to walk to his friend's office, get a bit of distraction, have a chat with his friends without eating anything, and he went back to his desk afterwards. 
Now, while he was doing that, every time he went back to his desk, he would actually ask himself, "What are the three words that came to his mind?" So one of the example that he put on one of the days was when he did the walk. He saw some flowers.、Um, he was obviously happy. He was relaxed, and he said he was not hungry. So those were the three random things that he thought of. It could be a feeling. It could be、uh, what he saw, or it could be、um, obviously、uh, the surroundings that he has. Discovered so any three random words that came about, he just wrote it down after those different scenarios of experimentation. Then from the experiment, he realized that right, actually, he realized that he wanted to have the distraction, and、uh, it, he discovered that it was because he wanted to have a chat with his friends. How did he know that? He actually did something else. After the three words, he wrote down the random words. He also did something. He put an alarm fifteen minutes after he sat down on his desk. So when the alarm went off, he asked himself, "Did he still have the urge to go to the cafeteria to buy the chocolate chip?" So most of the、uh, different experiment, he realized that he didn't have any more craving. Or didn't want to、uh, get the chocolate chip or walk to the cafeteria, and、um, the the experiment with the donuts, he still felt that oh he wanted to go cafeteria again because he wanted to have a chat with his friends. So the only thing that he felt was、uh, stopping that urge was when he went to his friend's table and had a chat with him, and he was very happy and he walked back to his desk without eating. He realized that was the only time that he didn't have further urge to go to the cafeteria. That's how he discovered the reward. So you could do the same to find out what was rewarding the routine. So the next part was how do you isolate? How do you isolate the cue? So one of the techniques he taught was、uh, to actually、uh, ask and perform. Uh, these questions, okay. So the question to ask over different days are: Where are you? What time is it? What's the emotional state? Who else is around? And what action precedes the urge? So he did it on day one. Then he looked at the routine. What actually happened? So he discovered that on day one he was sitting at the desk. The time was three three. O'clock thirty six p.m. and his state was he was bored. Who else around? No one. And what action preceded the urge was he answered an email. The next day he looked at that routine again. He said, "Where are you?" He put there walking back from the copier. The time was three eighteen. He was happy, and he was with Jim from sports. And the action was he he made a photocopy. He analyzed the third day. This one, he was at the conference room again, three forty-one p.m., and、uh, he was tired、uh, and also excited about project. He was with some editors at that time, 
the action before the urge, he sat down and because the meeting was about to start. So the only thing that was consistent with the cue that triggered off the urge was it was 3 o'clock. So he realized it was the timing between 3 to 4 p.m. That's how he isolated the cue. Once he realized what was the cue, which was the timing, and he realized that uh, the reward was he wanted to have distraction, he wanted to have a chat, chit chat with his friends, uh, which is socializing, uh, having a bit of a gossip. And that was what he wants as a reward. Then he came up with a plan, which is part four. So he decided he's going to set an alarm at 3.30 in the afternoon. And what he would do is that instead of going to the cafeteria to buy the chocolate chip and to have a chat with a friend and put on the weights, he decided he's going to set the alarm at 3.30. But then he will walk to his friend's desk, have a chat with the friend, get distracted and get to socialize get the reward and then once he finished he walked back to his desk and he did that for many days some days he would forget some days he get distracted or didn't manage to do the the that routine but when he was doing it consistently we realized that after two weeks he was just even without the alarm he was just doing it uh, naturally he didn't need any more reminder and so after just several weeks, it became a habit to him. He managed to stop himself from eating the chocolate chip, but still able to get the reward. So isn't that interesting? Now, I would suggest that uh, a lot of us can look at this. And I actually helped to analyze this with a, um, a client of mine. She was uh, drinking a lot of alcohol. We were trying to help her to stop the consumption of alcohol as much as possible. She found it very hard. And we were checking, when was this happening? How can we stop this habit of drinking alcohol? So we analyzed and identified the routine. The routine was she would look at the clock at 7 p.m. The queue was, the news was coming on. She would walk to the cupboard, get out two glasses of wine, with his, um, not two glasses, two bottles of wine, and he'll, she would bring uh, the glass with her and she would be feeling bored, watching the TV without realising it, just pouring the glass glasses of wine and just continue to drink them without realising how much she has drank. And uh, she realised that it was triggered off because she was bored, uh, husband left her, the children also have left the nest. So she was, she was all alone at home. Over the long period of time that she was drinking the alcohol, she also found it hard because if she didn't drink the alcohol at night, she will not be able to sleep. So she ended up drinking a lot of alcohol, actually several bottles of wine every night, and which was causing a lot of problem to her because she put on a lot of weight. Uh, she had insomnia if she, she didn't drink. Also, she had problems with her liver. So we came up with a plan <clears throat> to help her because we have identified the 
routine. Obviously, the reward was, uh, as you know, alcohol is a difficult thing because it's actually a drug. It's actually a chemical or a drug that changed the uh, neurotransmitters in the brain. It is also a depressant, unfortunately. It's highly addictive. Mm. Since it changed the command center in the brain, what it does that it blocks uh, the signal or the control um, center where the brain, brain control center is not able to execute or instruct the different parts of our body and causing in a way like uh, the person was being hypnotized, yeah? And they get a bit obtunded, uh, quite often feeling quite relaxed because there's not much thinking. The brain had to stop thinking because of the alcohol effect. Uh, it suppresses activity. So alcohol, unfortunately, was the craving. It was highly addictive. She couldn't stop it. She needed help. So she needed some medication. Obviously, uh, just put in a disclaimer now. Before you do all these things with alcohol, you need to make sure you talk to your own doctor. Because if you suddenly stop drinking alcohol, you could go to what we call withdrawal states. Uh, you go cold turkey and quite often or sometimes you could end up having uh, fits or seizures. So just put a disclaimer there. You need to make sure that you need to check with your doctor. Okay. So with this uh, example, she was obviously addicted to alcohol to the point that she couldn't stop. The alcohol changed the chemicals. It depresses her. And the other problem was she um, couldn't sleep because uh, of the uh, effect of alcohol. She was dependent on the, on the alcohol to help her to sleep, which is also another problem. If you don't, a lot of people, when they start not to drink alcohol, they became a bit more vigilant and they had to start drinking alcohol again to kind of help them to snooze. So in her case, we also knew the cue. The cue was the seven o'clock news and she was all alone at home feeling bored. She's finished her work in the daytime. And for her, she felt that it was a relaxing time, not knowing that alcohol is it's a pitfall, unfortunately. And um, it's like often opening a very bad cans of worms. Okay. Unfortunately for her, we had to help her. So she needed help. She needed some drugs to help her. And from then on, she we managed to stop the craving. She's not getting the reward. And she changed her routine as well. She actually, we sorted the cues for her. And in a way, it took some time. Many times she failed, but eventually she managed to stop or at least cut down in the beginning. So those are examples. But again, alcohol, cigarettes, all this, they are highly addictive drugs. So you're probably going to need to speak to your doctors to get some help. Okay. So that's it for today. I hope you enjoyed this and I would love you to subscribe and like the post and would love your uh, feedback. If you can give me a review as well, that'll be great. And hopefully I'll be able to get you more uh, useful content for future.